This is a podcast by The Straits Times and Money FM 89.3. It is that time of the week where we shine the spotlight on China. It has been a very busy week for them. Now, growing fears of China Evergrande defaulting rattled global markets yesterday as investors worried about the potential impact on the wider economy dumped Chinese property stocks and sought refuge in safe haven assets. Now, is this just the beginning of a nightmare of markets around the world? Can China save the situation? Also, China and Taiwan are at it once again with Taiwan threatening to take China to the World Trade Organization in their latest spat. Would the WTO even take action if Taiwan were to bring this latest spat to them? But first, we all know that China, specifically President Xi Jinping, has been finding ways to rein in billionaires and reduce income inequality. And it looks like Hong Kong tycoons will be the next target. To discuss this, we're joined now by Dr. O. A. San, Senior Fellow at the Singapore Institute of International Affairs. Now, Dr. O, it's no secret that China is aiming to rein in billionaires and reduce income inequality. Regulators have cracked down on tech giants and mainland real estate developers alike, costing shareholders over $1 trillion along the way. And last week, of course, officials set their sights on the territory of Macau, the world's biggest gambling hub. Are Hong Kong property tycoons really China's next target? And tell us more about why China might be eyeing them next and whether or not they can avoid this altogether. Well, the writings are on the wall uh, in a sense uh, because over the last few months, there have been uh, signals coming out from China that uh, housing is uh, indeed a very urgent, a very exigent problem or concern in uh, Hong Kong, right? And, uh, well, I just read up, uh, they are only about slightly more than 6% of land uh, in Hong Kong, uh, which is available for housing development. And a lot of these land banks are held up by some of these uh, bigger uh, property developers. So I think in the months, if not weeks to come, the Hong Kong government is very likely uh, to roll out certain policies that would, uh, in a sense, uh, number one, make, for example, housing more affordable and perhaps uh, even make available uh, more land for housing uh, development here. Dr. O, a wave of fear over Chinese economic growth swept through global markets yesterday as Evergrande, the country's most indebted property developer, teetered on the brink of default and investors worried about the consequences for its domestic peers and international commodity prices. Now, the S&P 500 fell 1.7%, marking its worst day of trading since May. Now, is this just the beginning of a nightmare uh, for the world's economy? Can we expect China to swoop in and uh, possibly put the situation under control? Well, again, we are talking about uh, property development, right? Hong Kong as in uh China. I think uh, President Xi Jinping, uh, he talked about, I think, more than a few years ago that, uh, you know, you build houses uh, just so that people could uh, live in them and not to speculate uh, upon them. And I, I think this uh, sort of, this line of uh, philosophy carries both in uh, uh, China as well as in uh, Hong Kong uh, as well. So the China Evergrande is a particular an immediate concern because uh, it owes, uh, I think, by at least one account, more than $300 billion of debt, and it could not service uh, this uh, debt. 
So imagine if it were to fall, it's gonna hurt a lot of uh, both, I think, uh, debt holders as well as uh, shareholders, uh, not only in China but also across the world. And then they, they are also, I think, around at least 1.5 million uh, uh, people who are expecting their new apartments to be built by China Evergrande. And imagine if we were to fall, you know, these people again would suffer. So I think, again, uh, in coming days, you are likely to see some sort of rescue package uh, by the Chinese authorities. But of course, in such a rescue packages, uh, typically everybody will have to take a haircut, namely uh, the, the debt holders, the shareholders, and even the uh, potential buyers would all have to take some form of a haircut by this uh, rescue package of uh, China Evergrande. Yeah. This podcast is available on our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us. And now, back to our podcast episode. Now, Dr. O, taking a more macro approach now, top regulators in China have defended their market-roiling crackdown on various industries. Uh, They did this in a meeting with Wall Street executives, reassuring them that the stricter rules are not aimed at stifling tech companies or the private sector. Tell us more about why China's top regulators are defending their crackdown now. Why do they even need to justify the country's actions? Uh, Perhaps the reasons given by China good enough reason to justify their actions. Well, uh, you have seen the anxiety uh, growing on the part of uh, investors, both domestic uh, in China as well as uh, foreign investors. Uh, they, they are concerned that you know, tech companies across the board are being uh, targeted. Uh, anything from uh, you know, Alibaba trading platforms, to, uh, for example, the, some of the gaming platforms in, in China, they are all uh, they have all been targeted over the last uh, half a year uh, or so. And a lot of uh, these uh, American funds, for example, they invest uh, quite heavily in some of these tech companies in China, thinking that this company would grow exponentially. But uh, with the government's, uh, shall we say, rather heavy-handed uh, regulation and interference. Uh, you have seen stock prices of these tech companies in China uh, going down quite uh, significantly. The official reason given is to, uh, I think it's a very strange reason, is to reduce social anxiety. I think, uh, you know, to not have your children playing a lot of uh, computer games uh, would perhaps uh, reduce your anxiety a little bit. But I think the, the greater sort of philosophy behind is so that um, China's economy would, uh, would see more emphasis on, for example, uh, manufacturing and various uh, such activities which the communist government perceived to be more substantial rather than, for example, as we said just now, speculation on uh, on uh, real property or speculations on these uh, tech companies. So I think it's a readjustment of uh, the China economy. At least they are trying to do so back to more substantially grounded uh, sectors. Yeah. 
It's always an interesting story. American tech companies and China. We're in conversation with Dr. Oe Sun, senior fellow at Singapore Institute of International Affairs. Dr. O, China will be urged at the UN next week to speed up the timetable for curbing its planet heating carbon emissions, with China producing 28% of global emissions. Should green campaigners put more pressure on China to slash emissions? And are the efforts put in by China in the sustainability front so far? enough to curb their carbon emissions? Well, I think the good news is uh, at least the top leadership of China, they realize that uh, it's unsustainable for China to produce uh, you know, almost uh, one quarter, well, more than one quarter, almost one third of the world's uh, uh, carbon emission because uh, it would uh, hurt not only uh, the, the the world's uh, climate change and so on. It would also well, it has already been engendering a lot of harm to uh, China's uh, domestic environment. You know, o- over the years I've been traveling to China, for example, sometimes you will see the whole of Beijing sort of shrouded in the, all this haze and and so on, right? So that is the good news. They realize it's a problem. But, but perhaps, you know, they, I think their the target is to uh, have China being the so-called carbon neutral in the year 2060, which is close to 40 years uh, from now. But by then, of course, I think a lot of harms would have been done. And China, they rely a lot on uh, new or latest technology hopefully to cut down this uh, carbon emission. But some of this technology may or may not uh, mature into uh, what uh, the Chinese authorities would like to see, uh, the efficiency in cutting down and so on. So perhaps, uh, indeed, they should uh, make more immediate arrangements, shutting down some of these uh, coal uh, plants in order to cut down their emission at a quicker pace. Thank you very much for that, Dr. O. Dr. O. A. San, Senior Fellow at the Singapore Institute of International Affairs. The Asian Insider Podcast channel is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us.